0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another Coffee Talk podcast episode. This is the space I like to hang out, chill over a cup of coffee with you and have discussions on all things from personal growth, two metaphysical wormholes that we fall down with the mysteries of the world and life and why we exist and that's the exact wormhole we're actually going to jump down today. So I recently posted an Instagram story saying, let me know what you want to have a coffee talk about. You can ask me anything you want. And a question that came in that I found to be super interesting was this what are your thoughts on destiny and is there a predefined road for each of us? So that's exactly the conversation we're gonna have today, whether or not destiny is real or at least my take on it. I'd love to hear your opinion. You can jump in now and just before even hearing any of my own thoughts or my own arguments, which I'm gonna argue both sides, Let me know what your thoughts are down below or you can wait and you can hear the argument for both sides and then tell me what you think. So before we can really dive into the idea of whether or not destiny is real, I feel like we should define what we mean when we're discussing the idea or the term destiny. It's very common to interchange the word destiny with things like fate Although there can be a subtle difference fate being that no matter what you do What actions you take what decisions you make fate is always going to play out fate is the idea that Even when we think we have free will even when we think we're choosing things from our own sense of judgment That we're actually already fated to have done that anyway Whereas destiny is kind of like the middle limb between fate and free will destiny is this idea that there's always going to be a direction but that we do have some sense of free will over the minor things, or kind of like the details that go into that destiny. So an example of this would be, since I was very, very young, I've always felt that it was my destiny to become a mom. The amount of control I could have going into my destiny would be that no matter what, I have a predefined path to end up as a mom, but I still can use my own choice, my own day-to-day decisions to, fulfill that destiny. It could have gone many different ways for me to have ended up with any partner or ended up with any certain children and using my own choice, my own, I keep on wanting to say free will, but it's, it is is kind of free will. This is where it's gonna get confusing, but I ended up choosing the path I did to land me here today with my partner that I have now, my child that I have now. Now, the difference between destiny and free will is that there is no sense of, Direction, there is no determinism, there is no destiny that you're bound to end up in. Free will, or just the argument of free will alone, is the idea that everything is in your hands. Everything that you mold into your life comes from your own judgment, your own action. We're going to argue all angles of this because there's so many layers to it. It goes so much deeper. It even brings me to the idea or the thought of is there only one linear timeline in the universal existence or are there multiple multiple dimensions you know there's so many ways we can go with this so let's first argue the idea of destiny so a couple things to argue with destiny first and foremost destiny can help us find some sense of reason or some sense of comfort in chaos or tough times or when hard things happen to us and i feel like it is a much more comforting notion or a much more comforting idea that when things happen, they happen for a reason, that there is no such thing as coincidence that it was destined or fated to happen this way. It's interesting because I feel like the argument for destiny versus free will also opens up the argument for there being some sense of higher power or there isn't. Does life have a meaning or does it not? Are we here by accident or happenstance or coincidentally or is there some sense of higher power something that created the earth or something that created the universe or even you know aliens out there on some other planet watching us and playing us like sims? Again I don't think there's any right or wrong answer to these questions. I think they're fun to think about and discuss and I would definitely never reject or turn down anybody's perspective on it. And mine tends to change like year to year, month to month, maybe not month to month, but definitely year to year. I feel like I shift a little bit on where I stand on that scale, but it is a much more comforting notion when we have things like chaos or when we have terrible, horrible things that happen, or when we go through trauma or another huge argument for me when it comes to destiny, when serendipitous things happen, when coincidental things happen, I think my strong argument with destiny is that i have experienced this and maybe not everybody has but just this idea that serendipitous moments have happened for me or things that i have seemed to have an intuitive notion an intuitive knowing and then watching it play out has led me to definitely hold space for the idea that there could be some sense of higher power, that there could be some sense of destiny. Like I said, ever since I was little, I knew I wanted to be a mom. I knew I was going to be a mom. I've had experiences prior to even being pregnant, feeling like I could communicate. And this is gonna sound, I'm i am totally outing myself here, but just like feeling like I could communicate with this energy that might have been my future child and now feeling like I've known my son before. Like these experiences, I say them kind of blushingly because they're sometimes embarrassing to admit because people will write you off for saying that. People will say that you're crazy or, you know, you're making that up in your head or it's almost like a determinism in itself. Like I was determined to be a mom, so it just happened and that could be true. Or maybe that I was sensing just in general that I was gonna have a son or that I was gonna, you know, be a mom one day and then connecting with that energy in my own mind's eye It doesn't necessarily mean it was the same energy of my son again I can hold space for that argument as well it's just that in my own skin in my own mind in my own body in my own spirit my experience has been that I have sensed serendipitous things I have felt intuitive notions that came into fruition and so that does have a strong argument for me in terms of the idea that destiny could be real and I always get a little bit on the fence whenever I wanna go down the spiritual wormhole in these types of conversations because I know that everybody sits on such a wide scale on that spirituality sense. You know, some people aren't spiritual at all. Maybe you're religious, maybe you're not, maybe you're neither, maybe you're atheist. And I, again, am very open to all perspectives of these things because I'm just very much of the notion, and I feel like I've voiced this many times before, that all of our experiences are valid. I don't know what it's like to grow up the way you've grown up to stand in your shoes to have your experiences and so for you to tell me the way you see the world and for me to try and invalidate it doesn't make any sense to me. It's just like, no, it's just that you see it differently because you've lived differently, because you are different than me. We have a universal experience of being human and living on the planet at this time and in this age, but what you've come to know, what you've come to experience, what you feel internally, what you experience externally is so different from mine. And so for me to invalidate what you would ex- what you would say is to be real or not real, your truth or not your truth is not for me to say that's where I stand on a lot of things. And that's why I feel like I'm pretty open-minded to people that even believe or stand on views that are very, very different than my own. Because I'm like, I can learn a lot from hearing that. So again, I reiterate, please let me know where you stand on this argument. But destiny definitely comes with this, again, notion that we could be on one linear timeline. And this is where the argument loses me a little bit. Because I am personally of the belief or the notion that there could be multiple timelines happening at the same time. And yeah, perhaps maybe the destiny plays out the same in each timeline. It just looks different based on my sense of choice. But if we're going to talk about specifically the hard set in stone of things like fate, that to me then sounds like the universe runs on one universal timeline, which already I, I can discredit that for knowing that time changes the minute you leave the Earth's atmosphere. So. Uh, It's complicated because it's so, to even think further than the third and fourth dimension being our physical bodies and our ability to process thought, uh, to go into further dimensions or to believe in there being parallel timelines can hurt the brain. So I get that, but I also feel like it just seems way too... Unplausible to believe that there's only one timeline happening or that there's only one planet with you know life form on it or intelligence on it I mean again, we could argue intelligence if we're talking about the human species But I just mean in general for how far we've evolved Uh, that just seems like way less probable than the idea that there could be multiple timelines, than the idea that there could be, you know, multiple life forms out there, multiple galaxies. I mean, it's endless for what we know. And what the heck is on the other side of a black hole? You tell me. We don't know that yet. But again, does that lead to another timeline, another fate, another destiny? (laughs) Don't know. I mean, another argument that can go into this as well is The idea or the notion of there being such thing as reincarnation or past lives again people stand on very different places on this topic as well, but I could, again, hold space for the notion or the idea that if you, let's say, have a destiny or have a fate or have a reason that you have incarnated into your body, into this time, this place, these circumstances, maybe you're here to learn a certain lesson, maybe that's your destiny. And even if you don't, let's say there is a little bit of free will in there and you choose to opt out of growth, of learning that lesson, of reaching your destiny do you come back again and have to learn that lesson again? I mean, that could be spoken of in so many different ways from cycles to patterns to maybe it's not necessarily that you specifically have come back through multiple lifetimes, but maybe just in terms of if we're gonna get a little bit more scientific or grounded with it or try and explain it in a way that could be a little bit more rational, Not that believing the opposite is irrational, but I just mean for what we do know this far, could it be just that your DNA, the chemical buildup, the genetics that embody you, that have created you as a person, your brain all the way down to your cellular you know, skin, your everything. Could it be that you carry on the stories of your past ancestors, your parents, the generations that have come before you, and so instead of maybe having singular destiny We could have cellular destiny. This comes to mind when we talk about healing generational trauma. So for me to be able to shift the destiny that let's say my mom may have had or my mom's mom may have had by choosing different and changing that destiny or maybe let me rephrase that because that's the argument for free will. If I choose to fulfill the destiny of overcoming the trauma of the generations before me, from my mom to my grandmother, to further and further and further, our destiny could be unconscious patterns. Our destiny could be genetic. It could be that based on just again, who the family line that I was born into, I am destined to suffer from mental health issues or to have a certain experience or live out a certain lifestyle. And this is interesting. the debate of destiny because this means more so that destiny is almost like an unconscious autopilot that if you're unconscious then maybe perhaps you will have a certain destiny that you can't outrun but if you become conscious of those destinies just like how if you become conscious of your generational trauma you might be able to heal it and shift it. That argument kind of stands on the line a little bit, but it's something to be said for the idea that it's kind of nature versus nurture or you're born with certain circumstances that you could be destined to fulfill a certain path or walk a certain path, I think too the last argument for there being a sense of destiny as well is that maybe our destiny isn't again so singular and maybe it's not genetic either maybe our destiny is more so like a tapestry where all of our destinies intertwine together why are we here why does the earth exist why did our experience of life and intelligence come to be what it is today maybe my destiny is deeply intertwined with your destiny and we're all playing a part of a certain life mission and we'll never know until we're on the other side if there is another side or whatever comes after this what that really was or why it was like this again comes back to finding comfort in when you lose somebody in your life really early be it to death or maybe not even to death maybe you lose somebody just because your life goes a completely different way or maybe again you experienced something that was really hard and really difficult and maybe you're still finding it really hard and difficult and you ask yourself why does this happen the idea or the notion that there could be a bigger life mission or that you going through that experience or that person being taken from the planet so early could play into a specific reason that we won't know until we know or until we don't know. Which leads me into the argument for free will. Feel free to pause for a sip because I know we're already pretty deep into this. So the argument for free will is basically the argument that we have the ability to shape our own destinies given our conscious behaviors and choices. Our choices and our actions influence the events that play out in our life from the small little Habitual things we do every day to the big decisions like where we want to live who we want to choose as a partner if we want to choose a life partner Where we're gonna go in terms of our purpose or our business or our careers So it's the idea that life is almost like a blank canvas and you're filling it in with each decision You make from the tiny little ones every day to the bigger ones within the direction of your life just like how the idea of destiny can be very comforting I think the idea of free will can be very empowering. I mean, destiny can also be empowering if you feel your destiny is something that is positive or something that you want. Then yes, destiny can be comforting just as much as it can be empowering. But for the most part, I would say free will is the more motivating, empowering belief or notion because it allows us to believe that we have a sense of control over our lives. We have a sense of control over where we're going and where we're gonna end up. And two, I mean, it gives us a sense of agency over our lives. Again, this can also lead to a sense of discomfort because then it's completely your responsibility, fully your responsibility, where you are, where you end up, and where you're going to go. It also can be, again, an uncomfortable belief to just, again, have that notion that life is a blank canvas. There is no reason for anything, so you might as well just make whatever decisions you need to on the day-to-day because... It brings us back to having no reason for chaos having no reason for the hardships or for the difficulties that we might go through and so it's really kind of down at least to me what would benefit you best in terms of living in the highest fulfillment of yourself if you are somebody that has gone through some pretty tough times or some really hard things or have lost people then lean into the idea or the belief that destiny is real but if you are somebody that you feel like if you were to just allow destiny to play its role or play its hand, if you were to continue the patterns of the generations you've been born into, if that makes you feel disempowered, then lean into free will. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I don't think that there's a right or wrong answer here. Just like we were talking about earlier, I feel like each of us will need to believe one or the other for us to again fulfill our higher purpose. Or, sorry, maybe you don't have one, but just to to feel like we're able to show up in our lives to the best of our ability. It can definitely feel empowering to have the notion that you have the ability, you have the control to override bad habits, to override generational trauma, to heal, to move forward from things. Could that be part of your destiny? Yes, we could still argue that into your destiny, but it also could be the argument for free will, that it is your choice. These are the circumstances you've been handed. These are the ingredients of your life that you've been handed, but it is totally up to you what you decide to make of it. It also leads into the notion that people can change. And I put out a poll because I actually recorded this episode yesterday and sadly forgot to turn my microphone on. So I've actually had this fight with myself this argument with myself already yesterday, but I put out a poll and I was very, very surprised because for the most part, I feel like when you ask, can people change? A lot of the times, I've always got the answer that no. Like, yes, you can change on the surface level, but at your core, you cannot change. And when I asked that question on Kaelin's Coffee Talk YouTube channel, the 90% of you guys said, yes, people can change, which to me, again, is almost like an example of this argument of destiny versus free will. If you, 90% of you believe that people can change, then it seems to me that 90% of you would believe in free will, that we actually can mold and shape our lives and there is no predetermined destiny that we're supposed to walk towards or end up in. It just comes back to that discomfort again that life, then could be meaningless or maybe it is meaningless and you know we could give it meaning by allowing ourselves to believe or feel into what makes sense for us but free will kind of begets the question of are we just here solely to live are we just here by accident by happenstance and there's really no reason or no meaning to it if so and if If you feel like logically in your mind or for whatever reason you're leaning towards the belief of free will but that notion that life is meaningless can feel uncomfortable to you. But I used to keep it on my desktop back in the day and it was this little stick figure and if I can find it and you're watching the video I'll put it up here. But if you're listening don't worry because I'm going to explain what it is. It was this little stick figure and he's all sad and kind of depressed and he's like life is meaningless and then right after he's cheering and he's excited and he's like life is meaningless and it really goes into that perspective of yeah life could be meaningless and that can be an uncomfortable and sad and depressing thought but in the same hand it can also be a very freeing thought that if life is meaningless if none of this matters if You can just, you know, do whatever you want and at the end of the day, once you're long gone, it's not going to mean anything. Then why not liberate yourself to be who you are freely and openly, to speak your truth, to use radical honesty, which has been my like challenge of the week. Not that I'm necessarily lying, but maybe that I omit how I'm really feeling because I don't like confrontation. I'm really challenging myself this week to practice radical honesty. It's been a wild experience if you feel like you need a little challenge to walk away from today's podcast spend the next seven days practicing radical honesty which means that you don't bluff you don't hide you don't omit anything anything you feel you're just radically honest about it and you allow yourself to come into confrontation and explain your way out of it if it causes you to bump heads with anybody but Also, it can be really freeing to allow yourself to be radically honest. The only thing that I would say, this idea of life is meaningless even as an exciting thing could lean into or the shadow version of that, the shadow self of life being meaningless is then it gets really iffy or murky when people use that as an excuse to do harm or to do evil things. Something that comes to mind is if anybody is into true crime, And if you are, I highly recommend Annie Elise, 10 to life on YouTube. She's been my go-to lately. Lori Vallow is a case that is going through the trial process right now because she fell in love, I guess you could say, with somebody who took religion and reworked it in his own way through narcissism and through, I mean, it depends on who you ask, but to me through some sense of just like lost reality that they were the chosen ones, that people, including her own children, her children with her earlier husband and a, and a child that she adopted, that people can be, you know, corrupted by zombies and it's not them anymore and using that justification for doing harm. It's a really interesting case if you are into true crime. Go check it out, specifically 10 to Life Annie Lee. She's covering it case, she's covering the trials week by week and she does an amazing job at it. But it's people like that where it makes me feel like the idea of free will, um, it's also an argument for destiny though, because they truly believe they've done nothing wrong. They truly believe that they are part of the chosen ones of some sense of higher power. And they use this idea of like, uh, actually, you know what, come to think of it, it really is. A Murky argument for destiny because they've used their own judgment their own sense of destiny to Like allow themselves off the hook for feeling any sense of remorse for the harm And I'm talking like pure evil harm that they have done coming back though. Sorry to free will it still does allow or Encourage the notion of selfishness if life is meaningless Why be kind if life is meaningless and none of this matters? Why grow? Why challenge yourself? Why? You know be a part of society why pour your energy into trying to make the world a better place if it doesn't matter and you could argue that well it makes your life easier if you're a kind person but at the same time that is still selfishness so i think that's for me the the second argument for free will aside from not having any reason for chaos and not having any reason for serendipity or for intuitive feelings that tend to come into fruition or manifest themselves in this existence, in this reality. The second being that it leaves you with the notion that if life is meaningless, just live for yourself, just do what you need to do to only better you. And that kind of selfishness I think is really crumbling our planet, maybe not our, actually, yeah, crumbling our planet and crumbling our society and crumbling our cultures, crumbling our sense of connection to one another as a species and our sense of connection to everything in the world as energy, everything in the world as consciousness. So it's interesting. There's so many perspectives to look at this at and if you haven't gathered from everything I've said so far, I really sit somewhere in the middle on this. So coffee break. There has been one common thread through a lot of the coffee talks recently and in general I've noticed it to be a common thread for even just this chapter of my life. Let me know if it relates to you too but it's this idea of balance. I think there are so many arguments right now but also so many different themes going on on the planet where there are two sides of something and these two sides are like fighting each other and it's so interesting because I don't know if it's just that naturally one of the traits that I tend to kind of carry forth in my life is the sense of diplomacy like this idea that even if I personally believe something or have personally experienced something I can still see the other side or I can still see different views and hold space for different views and not invalidate different views because again I feel like it does come back at least for me to this sense of balance that there's this gradient scale And maybe it's not even one side versus the other being, you know, one dimensional. Scales can go up, down, side to side, and even on angles. Right and wrong. And there can be wrongs that you have to do, but it leads you to doing the right thing, or wrongs that you do that are just wrong. And there can be right things that are wrong, specifically radical honesty. Maybe you have to be radically honest, and it hurts someone's feelings. But you still did the right thing, even though it came out with a wrong end game. But then there's also right, right, where you did the right thing and it led you to the right outcome. That's a really bad example or a really poor example, but just again, that there are lots of different ways to lean on these scales and it's all about finding balance and what balance looks like again to me is going to look very different for what balance looks like to you. Another example of this and this one can get a little iffy too because I know that this is a very hot topic and can be a very sensitive topic. What my belief system is and my spirituality, I believe that we can integrate both masculine and feminine energies into our core. Does that mean that what that looks like for me will be the same for another person? No, usually for me that means that I definitely tend to lean further into my feminine, but it doesn't mean that I don't operate in more masculine traits at certain times, specifically when I'm working or I'm working out or I need to defend myself or you know I need to do my taxes. That leads me into leaning into my masculine And then I can go back into my feminine. But for the most part, there are both of these energies. I do believe them both to exist. I think there are many different ways to talk about them or many different words we could use to describe those energies. Yin Yang, light dark, it all goes on that scale, right? But balance is the answer and I think that that's still the case even here for this discussion of destiny and predetermination versus free will and life having no sense of direction at all, or sense of determination at all, that it's just this giant mystery question mark. And balance is finding where you wanna sit on that scale that allows you, again, to show up in your world or show up in your life in the way that allows you to make the most sense and and make a sense of meaning out of your life. So for me, I have had experiences where I feel like I've fulfilled certain destinies, that I've had certain intuitive notions or felt a certain connection to something much, much bigger than myself. And for that reason, I lean a little bit into the idea that destiny is real. However, I definitely think that while destiny is real, we still do have a sense of agency. We still do have a sense of free will that no matter what, there might be specific outcomes that are bound to happen, cycles that are bound to continue to roll through over and over again, not just as a life form myself, but even as a species, when you think about the cycles we've gone through in terms of society, in terms of existence at large for the human species, we've gone through very many similar cycles over and over again. So do I think that those are like predetermined destinies? They could be. But I still think that we do have a sense of free will to choose the details that go into that destiny. Or just gently shift the destiny each time we make those little decisions and stuff because basically what i'm saying is both and that tends to be my answer for almost anything i try to argue but that's also why i try to argue both sides because i think it's important to keep an open mind that one or the other could be true and we're all right and we're all wrong and there's nothing wrong with that I would love to hear your thoughts and of course as always I rarely ever have to make this reminder but I do feel like it's partly my responsibility when opening up these types of conversations to kindly feel free to argue whatever side you have. Feel free to keep that discord going in the conversations. I think it's so interesting to be able to hold space for multiple perspectives and for all of us to be able to you know, tell each other thoughts that maybe we haven't had before or perspectives or points of views that we haven't had before. So definitely let me know where you stand on this question. Thank you so much for this question, by the way. There were some other really great ones that came in from that Instagram story. I posted this to my personal Instagram, which is just Nicholson 13 So feel free to come over and check me out there because anything podcast related tends to get uploaded in terms of Instagram over on that page. Uh, Other than that, thank you so much for joining me for another coffee talk. It was nice to be able to discuss something so deep and complex with you over a nice cup of coffee. Maybe you were walking, maybe you were driving, let me know. Hopefully it's given you some food for thought. Maybe you can bring this conversation to your loved ones or your friends or whoever you're going to see today and ask them, do you believe in destiny or do you believe in free will? Do you think people can change or do we stay the same at our core? And I invite you to keep exploring the answers that make the most sense to you and that allow you to find the right path to live a life that feels right, that brings you peace, that makes you feel fulfilled and allow other people to do the same and with that i will chat with all of you guys over our next coffee beverage cheers and i will see you all then bye everyone